This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to the Church Boys Free Fall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here for a really special edition of the Church Boys podcast. I have two uh, very interesting people on with me today, and I think we're going to have a really good discussion. It's Matt Walsh, who Blaze readers are, are very familiar with, and also Pastor Jared Wilson, who uh, very recently just started uh, contributing to the Blaze as well. How are you guys doing today? Good, good, man. Good beer. So, okay, so the reason we're talking today is because both of you wrote really fascinating pieces and, and contradictory pieces to one another in many ways about Bruce Jenner. And I think, you know, it's so funny, I look over the past you know week and I think through all the stories, the last week and a half, and the Bruce Jenner thing has just obviously been everywhere and there are a million reasons for that. Um, you know, obviously he's Bruce Jenner and, and there's that, but then there's obviously this notion of him transitioning, uh, and, and obviously gotten a lot of attention. And Matt, I'm going to start with you because your piece that you wrote, I think it had, I mean, it was a crazy amount of, of likes. I think it had like 74, 75,000 likes on Facebook, lots of conversation, lots of discussion. The title of that piece, Bruce Jenner is not a woman. He's a sick and delusional man. Uh, pretty straightforward and to the point on that headline there. Let me just ask you what it was that led you to write the piece. Um, you know, I guess I, I wasn't originally planning on it. I, I knew that he was, I knew Bruce Jenner was doing this interview. I, you know, I, I heard that he was going to do an interview and, and, uh, I didn't sit down and watch it and think, oh, I want to write something about this, but it's more, as it often is the case uh, with me, it's, it's, it was more watching and reading and listening to the reaction and the analysis after the fact and just this completely absurd and over the top um, adulation, uh, and I, I cited a few of these a few examples in the post, but uh, just adulation bordering on, on worship of the man uh, because of, of what he's doing. And so I thought, you know, maybe I should jump into this. And if I'm if I'm the only voice on this side of it, then then that's fine. Uh, but I'm going to, and I'm, I'm just going to lay it out as it actually is, which is why I decided to I decided to start the piece. Um, you know, I, I had different versions of the, of the beginning of it. Um, the, the, the paragraph that became the beginning was really initially going to be somewhere in the middle, kind of working up to it. But then I thought, I'm, that's gonna, I'm just going to jump in and I'm going to put this out there as it was, you know, which was uh, a mentally disordered individual who appeared on a you know, two-hour primetime news special to talk in part about his plans to uh, mutilate himself, which which is what he was. And, and the interesting thing is that a lot of the reaction from people you know, a lot of people didn't, they didn't necessarily disagree or they couldn't disagree with my characterization of it, particularly the sex change operation, which is self-mutilation. There's really nobody that can disagree with that characterization. They'll just disagree with the fact that it was characterized that way, um, which I think is part of my problem because my, my, my strategy has always been, well, if something is a certain way, just, just say it, say it how it actually is and make people confront it. So that was sort of my, my strategy. Okay, and and I don't, you know, I'm going to ask you guys both questions, but you can jump in at any point. This is not a formal interview. You can jump in, ask each other a question, respond to something that you know you're you're saying here. I know after after Jared, after you saw this piece, you had a strong reaction, a strong enough reaction to want to respond to it. And so I guess I'll just throw it out to you. What was it about? And we just heard a little bit about from Matt 
you know, how he put it together. But what was it that struck you in a way that made you want to respond? Well, and and here's the thing. I mean, Matt and I have never met, honestly. I'm sure if we ever do meet, if he's ever in, in Nashville, we'll get we'll get lunch, we'll hang out, we'll talk about life. So there's nothing I and mean, there's nothing personally against the person of Matt. I think the article itself just frustrated me, um, and I would say frustrated other believers. Um, which goes into a different question I, I would ask Matt later, but it's just kind of one of those things where I guess as a Christ follower or as a pastor, as an as a writer, someone in the faith side of things, I'm trying to encourage people on a daily basis to consistently show love to people, even if they don't necessarily understand what they're going through. It doesn't mean that they have to agree with what they're doing. It doesn't mean that they have to support it. Um, depending on what side of the conversation they're on, but they, I do encourage people to be loving. So when I read that, my immediate thought was like, great, this dude just did it. He just took an opportunity that could have been used to say, hey, uh, Bruce, I don't, I don't get why you're going through this. These are some of the things that, that frustrate me. These are some of the things that I don't agree with. But man, I can see you're going through a hard time with this. I see that your past was riddled with you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, what you had said through the interview, um, but he could have done it in a loving way. So my frustration was, dude, this guy who, if you watch any of the Kardashian show, um, there is a sense, whether it is fully pursued or not, there is a sense of faith within their family. It's talked about, it's randomly tweeted about, it's, I'm not saying, I don't know if it's real or not, I want to perceive that they are striving to have a faith-based family. Um, but here's a guy who just admitted to national TV that he's hurting, he's frustrated, he's, I mean, I would assume depressed, uh, admitted that he was suicidal. And the first response to a guy who's going through that shouldn't be, yeah, see, these are the things that you're doing wrong, but instead saying, hey, man, in love – this is what I want to talk to you about. I understand that you're going through these hard problems, but let me speak some truth to you. I'm not saying that it's, it's my truth, but what Matt Walsh's uh, perceived truth was, but let me share it to you in love. So my frustration was, was that what he wrote, it wasn't done in love or it wasn't perceived as love because the reality is, is that the second the post went down, it was spread like wildfire as what not to do in a, you know, how not to be loving towards someone that's going through a hard time. That was my frustration towards it. And that's what encouraged me to write. My response was, man, you don't have to agree with someone or agree with what somebody's doing, but you could have, I mean, you could have pulled back the viper a little bit and been a lot more kind than you were. And let me, and I'm, I'm going to have you respond to that, Matt. But it is interesting because when I hear you both sort of talk about it, and I want you to correct me if I'm wrong because I don't want to speak for either of you, but Jared, it seems you're talking a lot about the individual, the person, the journey they're going through, and Matt, it seems like you're talking a lot about your concerns for society on the issue, the way people are perceiving it, the way the media is handling it, and it's it's fascinating to me because those are two very different things that are both important elements, right, in, in any discussion, but let, let me let you respond, Matt, to that. To what Jared just said. Yeah, well, you just you just you have an important point there, Billy. Um, uh, a, a couple things. There's a lot. There's a lot packed into this. Uh, one of them is the definition of, of love. You know what what is love? I would argue that that um, I'm not saying that I've never been 
uh, there's never been a case of me being unloving. You know, we've, we've all been guilty of that. I certainly have been. But when I'm, that's one of the reasons why I like writing, why I like the medium, because it gives you a chance to be thoughtful um, and to think about what you're saying. And so usually when I write something, it is, it's, it is coming from a place of, of love, and this was as well. Uh, because the first thing I would note is that love is never love if it isn't true. And so if you're sacrificing to any extent truth for the sake of love, then it's not love, it's politeness. And politeness can be fine, but it's, it's, um, it's, or it cannot be, or it can be, it can actually be quite destructive. And also politeness can sometimes be selfish because it's us wanting to sort of not get involved, to not address the difficult questions. And so we're just sort of like, Hey man, do you? So what I'd say, Jared, is I read your, I read your piece. Um, and it was polite to Bruce Jenner. That's for sure. You didn't appear to take much of a stand on the, the transgender issue other than to say you didn't understand it and everything else. Uh, I would argue that as Christians, we do understand it, and it's it's incredibly clear that our that particularly from a Christian standpoint, that our sex is you know our body and our souls are in harmony. That God does not put a female soul, which is what Bruce Jenner said in the interview. In fact, he said you know you have a female soul and a male body. That is an untenable position from a Christian standpoint. So, from as a Christian, the first thing we have to do is not for just the sake of Bruce Jenner, and that, I'm getting to what you said in a second, Billy, but not just for the sake of Bruce Jenner, but for the sake of all Christians, to say that this is not true. It's very important for everyone to understand that this is not true, that our bodies are true, and that our souls and our bodies are in harmony. And when we, when we mutilate ourselves, we cut off our organs, this is a grotesque, uh, as I call it, pseudo-medical ritual that is not at all grounded in Christian truth. So when I wrote the piece, as you mentioned, Billy, which I'm glad you did, I didn't, Jared's post was written through Bruce Jenner, which is fine. Mine wasn't. Uh, mine was something that I wrote three days later after, after he had, you know, if, if there's any, there was no, there was no scarcity of, of praise heaped upon him, uh, you know, top to bottom, just normal Joes like me. And then, you know, really relevant, you know, just everyone in the media and celebrities. I mean, everyone was praising him. Um, and so after that, if you'll notice, I wrote the post in reaction to society. My, my, the anger, and there was anger in what I wrote, but the anger was not directed at Bruce Jenner. I, I never, I never talked, I never spoke to him directly. I was speaking to everyone else. So, and I would use the analogy that I used in the post, which is uh, some, another form of body dysmorphia disorder, is, uh, is, uh, which is what Bruce Jenner has. But another form of that is anorexia. So if you had an anorexic person who was interviewed on national TV, and said, and you know, this person is gone and frail. And they said, uh, you know, I feel like I'm a 600 pound person. And so I'm going to continue starving myself and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, eat and throw up and, and everything. Um, and, and they said that, and, and imagine that you had millions of people in society saying, Oh, well, go ahead. You're a hero. Yes. If you say you're 600 pounds, then you are go ahead. If I, if I saw people do that, I would react in the exact same way, not by writing something attacking the anorexic person, but by saying, to society, listen, this person is, is suffering from a mental disorder, not a physical one. And this person is threatening to hurt themselves, possibly kill themselves. Uh, and so I would say to society, the way you're reacting to this is wrong. And you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Patting her on the back, or him, uh, while, while this person declares their intention to, to, to continue to destroy themselves. So my... 
what I wrote, and I would never write a post to an anorexic person saying, how dare you for being anorexic? Just like I didn't write a post to Bruce Jenner saying, how dare you for being uh, quote-unquote transgender for suffering from body dysmorphia disorder. But what I, what I will do is write something to everyone else saying, how dare you aid in a bed this delusion? If Bruce Jenner happens to see what I wrote and he's, and he's offended or hurt by it, um, well, that's an unfortunate, you know, uh, uh, side effect, I suppose. Um, I certainly can't write something to everyone else without, while preventing, preventing Bruce Jenner from seeing it. But I also, I, I tend to think he's, that he's, that he's probably seen, uh, plenty of things encouraging him. So the one, the one single thing that he finds not encouraging him, uh, I don't think it's going to drive him to, uh, you know, suicide or anything like people have, you know, accused me of doing. Yeah, the response to the, the response to these things is, is always you know interesting on on both ends. And I mean, I mean, Jared, what did, how do you respond to what to what Matt just said? You know, I know he he asked you about having a stance on this, and and I you know so I'm curious about that. But then also just the the grander sort of paradigm of what he was speaking to there. Well, the first thing I would ask is this, and and <clears throat> hey, Matt, please understand that when I ask these questions, I'm not being uh, there's I'm not trying to be at all rude or sarcastic in the questions that I'm asking. So number one, I, I need to ask Matt, Matt, would you consider yourself a Christian or a Christ follower? Of course I do. Yeah. Okay. So in, if you, if we would have gone into this conversation and I would have asked you that question, you would have said, honestly, man, I'm not. Then everything that you wrote in the post, I could have looked at it and said, okay, well, that's just the dude's opinions. I still disagree with a lot of them. I still disagree with the way he went about things. But because he doesn't call himself a Christ follower, there's no real um, there's no real standard that he needs to uphold himself to when he directs things towards people in a public public manner. But because you would say you're a Christ follower, a person like me, who obviously we have very different stances of in the way that we would go about things. I look at the article and I say, okay, if you're calling yourself a Christ follower and you're calling yourself someone who does represent truth, which we could both agree on, we have to represent truth as Christ followers, but then we also have to go into another conversation that would be what you perceive as truth might not necessarily mean what someone else perceives as truth. You're called to a higher standard when, number one, you directly write someone, something to somebody, and even though you say it wasn't directly towards him, dude, it was to him, or a group of people you have to be you have to be held to a higher standard when it comes to the way that you write things. In the same way, bro, that I um, I mean, do you have kids right now? Yeah, but I just want to back up for a minute. I, I, it's clearly I'm I'm both saying it as a person who wrote it and reading it. It's clear that I was speaking to and about society and society's reaction to him. So you're responding by saying no, no matter what anyone, no matter how it was written, it was still to him. So I'm, I'm just trying to understand that. No, I, I would say that you're, tell, you're telling me that the, yeah, yeah. So um, we can understand that the, the, or we can come to an agreement that the reason you wrote this post, the the core stirring of it was from an article that was done with Bruce Jenner or an interview that was done with Bruce Jenner, and it was the way that people responded to this interview. Yes, the people that responded to it, which yeah. is why I started Correct. the post by citing the the first thing I did out the gate was saying, this is how people reacted to it, and then I proceeded to try to dismantle that reaction and prove why it was wrong. So, but I also, I don't want to move on from the conversation until, I think you, I, I, I think it's hard to, to move on to the next phase until we understand, Jared, uh, where do you, do you believe as a Christian 
that um, a human being can have the wrong soul? Um, do you believe that our bodies and our souls are in unity, or are they not? I think that, you know, if, if you're going to say that's an unimportant question, then I think we, we definitely have drastically different understandings of what Christianity is. And if you're going to say that oh, you I don't, don't think, think... Yeah, I don't think that's important. I don't think that's not important at okay, all. Okay, well, then what's the, what's the answer actually. from your perspective? So, what's the answer so yeah, no, I'll get, I'll get... Yeah, I'll get to that. I, hands down, I will. I promise you. So my, so my reasoning is when I see that article come out, the first paragraph or the first sentence doesn't have to do with the people who call themselves transgender. It's directed towards a person named Bruce Jenner who was interviewed for two hours during prime time about his plan to gruesomely mutilate his genitals, et cetera, et cetera. So I look at that and I go, dang, that was a, a ballsy, in-your-face, in my opinion, unloving statement that in the same way uh, my wife was are unloving? Are, what was our unloving? First, my, it's a, it's a, well, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. So my wife and I are expecting our, our first child in the next few months. And if my daughter or son, let's say my daughter, were to come up to me one day and say, Dad, I'm struggling with um, anorexia. Man, I'm depressed. I've been sleeping around with a lot of guys. I'm sorry. I, I don't. This is what I'm feeling. I don't really know what's going on right now. The last thing I would do would say, well, well, baby girl, you're a depressed, anorexic whore who needs to get their crap together because that's just the truth of it. And Dude, that's, that's so unfair. That's, your code, cool. that's so unfair. No, no, no. First listen, all, listen. What, what did I, when I look at your code, I see a guy what? who's really struggling Four. and is saying, here's the thing. I don't believe God makes mistakes when he creates his people. I believe God creates people as a man or a woman, hands down. So you and I can come to an agreement with that. I don't believe God makes mistakes whatsoever. But I do believe that there is definitely something to do with people who say they are transgender that needs to be taken delicately and seriously instead of just saying, well, this is who you are. This is what I think. I'm never going to see you in person so I can write about it behind the comfort of a screen. Dude, you've got to be more careful in the way that you write things because people are going to look at you, a guy who claims to be a Christ follower, and whether you believe what you're writing is truth or not, it, it, you do believe it's truth. Dude, the last thing that guy's going to want to do is say, wow, man, thanks for the Christians who really showed me love in a time that I needed it, even if they didn't agree with me. And that, that's because my heart. An you have an answer to the question. Can, can a, well, first of all, I want to back up because the, the analogy that you used is so incredibly unfair and dishonest. Uh, I never, first of all, I never said anything that would equate to calling Bruce Jenner a whore. So let's take, let's take that out of it. Uh, uh, second, um, there's a huge difference between your child coming in to confide with you personally about a struggle they're having and an interview that you watch on TV and then watch millions of people react to it and then you react to that reaction. Completely different, completely different, not, not, cannot be equated at all. And again, I would highlight that what I said was the anger was clearly directed, explicitly directed. I could, it could have been more explicit that it was directed at the people who are aiding and abetting this. And frankly, Jed, I'll toss you into the middle of that and say that you're aiding and abetting as well. And because even right now, I think you, you, you lack the courage right now, Jared, you lack the courage right now to take a stand and say, can a person actually be transgendered? 
as in they are in some sense both genders or they are or, or, or they're physically one but but in another sense another is it possible is that possible is Bruce Jenner actually transgender I think you need to give a yes because that's a yes or no proposition and so far you, you've refused to, to, to give it a yes or no answer so so which is it no I think I've been very clear about what I've said I said that I believe hands down man hands down that God does not make mistakes when he creates his people he creates a man or he creates a woman. God doesn't make mistakes. And I think you and I would both agree that if someone, if God didn't make a mistake and God didn't mess up, then he, he couldn't be God. And we couldn't put our lives into his hands. I couldn't trust in him. I mean, it, it just wouldn't make sense. I go, I go find someone else to put my faith in. What I'm saying is when it comes to someone who says that they are transgender, we have to be careful in the way that we respond to them, and it has to be done in love. Do I believe that God messed up when he created Bruce Jenner? No, I don't. I don't at all. So whether Bruce, Jen so Bruce Jenner thinks that he was, he's supposed to be a woman, I believe that God created Bruce Jenner as a man. God doesn't make mistakes. That's what I believe right now. But I'm also going to say that because this is such a delicate situation, man, I have to make sure that I take every opportunity I can to talk more and more with people who say they are transgender and have coffee with them and go out to dinner with them and understand who they are as a person and not just sit behind a screen or write something towards them. If I don't know them personally, which I don't know Bruce Jenner personally, but my wife and I do have friends and family members who do have these types of things in their life that they're discussing or saying that maybe they're struggling with. And I just feel like, man, this thing, it has to be done in love. And, and please understand that my example of what I said about a daughter coming to you, please don't take it personally as if I was saying your daughter. I'm just saying if someone's going to come to you, and mind you, Bruce Jenner decided he wanted to do it publicly in front of millions of people. He has that platform, so he's going to do it. It's not what he said. It's the way in which Christians are supposed to respond to him. And man, if, if your truth is your truth and you believe it wholeheartedly, then that's awesome. And I can respect that because you've done your studying and you see what you believe, but it's the way in which you presented it that made it come off like, man, number one, this guy's just writing this for clicks, or number two, he's just doing it for the sake of doing it because he just doesn't care. And so my heart goes out to people who are struggling with these types of things or just whatever it may be. There's tons of different scenarios because Christians are called to respond to these types of situations in love. And I just feel like yours wasn't done in love. So Can right I, now, do I, I believe Bruce Jenner was born a man. I, I believe that. I do. I believe he was born a man. Can I just what, jump in really quick not. here? Can I jump in really quick here? Go because, for it. Go for it. All right. And I think this goes back to what I was saying before and listening to the both of you, and I've, I've let you sort of go here and talk, and, and Matt, I'll let you respond in a second here. But, you know, it's fascinating because one of you is a pastor, one of you is, is a commentator, and, and again, those areas of interest, you're, you're trying to balance here standing up for truth, right, and, and balancing love for, for individuals. And I think both of you have expressed that you're trying to show love for individuals in, in different ways, but it's the tone it's the tone, actually, on both sides that's an issue for you, and and you sort of see the areas where you do agree. And I think Matt, from your side, it's it's the social aspect of of again worrying what is the impact of this on society, 
And, you know, when you have every – I think the complication is that obviously Bruce Jenner is this celebrity who has put this out there and everybody's talking about it now and there's this normalization yeah. factor, right? Um, and then on the flip side, Jared, your concern is, you know, how do we address this in a way that reflects, you know, Christian values? And so I'm not saying that you didn't do that, Matt. I'm just saying that this is the debate that we have. So, you know, I, I think, again, it reflects who you guys are and what you do as a living, too, that, that sort of plays into that. But – Anyway, Matt, I will let you respond to Jared. Well, I, I think we're kind of uh, going around in circles here. I mean, um, because this comes down to defining what is love, what does it mean to love someone. I, Jared keeps saying, address these issues in love. Of course, I, of course, you know, we go back and forth on that. Of course, I agree that we should do everything in love. You're not, you're not going to find uh, a Christian or a non-Christian or any person really who will come right out and say, "Oh no, we shouldn't, we shouldn't address people in love." Um, I, we'll all admit that at times we, we failed in that regard, but, but I think everyone agrees that that's the ideal. So we agree on that end, uh, that we should address in love. Perfect. Now, the next step is, what does that mean to address someone in love? I and mean, what does it actually mean to address somebody in love? Now, Jared, you just said, uh, it appeared that you just, you, you just uh, agreed with, with the, the, the substance of my opinion about transgenderism, which is that uh, it is a mental disorder because one cannot actually be both sexes or be one physically and then the other spiritual. Uh, so it sounds like now, but in your, in your piece, which I did read, uh, you do not say that. Um, you, you might insinuate it about halfway in, but for the most part, if I'm Bruce Jenner reading your piece, which you actually did address to him rather than to uh, everybody else. Um, yeah. if I'm reading it, then, then I come and, and remember I'm Bruce Jenner. And as Bruce Jenner himself said, he believes that uh, God gave him a female soul, and not only that God gave him a female soul, but God gave him a female soul almost as, and I, and I, and I did watch the interview, he believes God gave him a female soul almost as like a, a, a sick joke or something, as kind of like, you know, let's give Bruce Jenner something to, you know, a problem in his life, and oh, okay, we'll give him a, a female soul. That's what, that's what Jenner said. That's what he actually believes God did to him, okay? So um, to allow him, to not in some way come out and say very clearly, that is not true, Bruce. God did not give you a female soul. You are not a female. He did not play this, this cruel joke on you. Uh, so we, we can say all we want about it. Well, we have to address him in love. But fine, yes. But it is not loving if it allows him to leave still believing that, that, that lie. If, if he comes away from it thinking that you agree or that you have no opinion about that central, uh, very profound misconception he has, then I don't, I don't think it was loving. Then I think, so I, I would read yours, Jared, frankly, and I, I would say, you know, I know people will say with mine, oh, just write, writing it for clicks and so forth. Um, and that anytime you write something online, uh, as we both have and do and did, um, yeah. you, you can always be accused of that because we all want to get clicks. But I would actually argue that, um, that what you wrote, Jared, was kind of like, I got to the end of it, and I thought, okay, well, what? I mean, you, yes, we, we should be nice to each other. I, I get that. But, but as far as the really difficult, substantive issue about can a person have the wrong soul, and this is, this is the struggle that Bruce Jenner has. It's not me. I'm not the one. Matt Walsh is not the one making Bruce Jenner depressed. Transphobic, transphobia isn't doing it, quote, unquote. It's the, it's the fact that he believes God is a God who gave him a wrong soul. 
so in your piece, you didn't address that, really. I mean, you, you, you in, in, in my opinion, especially as a pastor, that should be like the entire thing because it's such, it's so important to get into that and say, no, that's not the case. But I would argue, Jared, that you didn't because you were afraid of what people would say. You were afraid of the backlash. You were afraid of being called transphobic. Uh, so what I would say is that as Christians, now it's, it's easy to put, to, you know, to put me, uh, to put me up and, and, and hold me as an example of, okay, here's an unloving Christian. And fine. You know, I, I don't really care about defending myself personally. What I do care, so if, you, if that's the impression people have, and that's the impression they have, it doesn't, doesn't really matter to me about me personally. But what I do care is, is, is that we all come to an understanding that as Christians, we have to stop sacrificing the hard, difficult truth for the sake of seeming accepting. Because I think that's what's, that's what's driven us to the point of in our culture, where we have a million babies being killed every year. We have, we have marriage, uh, you know, the definition of marriage crumbling. We have now even the reality of man versus woman is, is, is no longer uh, accepted. Uh, and I think we've gotten to that point in our culture, which is a very dangerous, evil place, because Christian leaders have not stood up and said, this is wrong, and just laid out the truth. They haven't done it. And when I, I don't know how you feel personally or what, or what you say, you know, um, to people normally, but in that, all I can go is based on that piece. That particular piece did not lay out the truth on this difficult matter. I think it avoided it. And so you can say that, that, that I addressed it the wrong way, but then I, and fine, if that's, if that's what you believe. But then I would say, at least I addressed it. At least I tried. Because I don't think you tried. I just don't think you did. All right, listen, I think, I think listen. instead you kind of patted him on the back, and you got some attaboys from, from people who believe that I'm a scumbag or whatever, but you didn't get into the difficult part of the matter. And All right, listen, pretty- listen. Jared, I want you to we're, – we're coming to a close here. I know you got to run, so I want, you, I want to give you the last, uh, the last word here. Yeah, of course, and please know, man, I, I, I've been silent that time because I, I want to give you the time to talk. I mean, I, I want to – I mean, I'm not afraid to, to back up what I said, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I mean, yeah, the reality is, dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not afraid to stand up for anything. I think the reality is, is that most of my posts and the things that I've done is because I'm not afraid to talk about something and stand up for something and or stand up against something. One of the things that I've realized is that what you're saying I didn't address clearly I would say I would disagree because the flood of emails and tweets and Facebook messages that are saying, thank you for addressing this truthfully, but in a loving way, it shows differently. And then on the other side of it, man, once again, it has to go back to the reality of how you respond to people. I currently believe in my studying right now and how I grew up and studying the Bible that God does not make mistakes when he creates a man or a woman. I don't believe that. Um, God creates a man or he creates a woman. But I also believe that when it comes to an experience or a circumstance like someone who says they are transgender, I definitely believe that there is a personal and relational understanding that needs to take place when you are trying to talk to somebody about, let's say, what you perceive as truth or what somebody else perceives as truth instead of wadding it up in a ball and throwing it at their face. Um, I don't know if you have friends who are transgender. I don't. 
I don't know if you have friends who are gay or family members. Maybe you do. If you do, I guarantee you, or maybe, actually, I don't know because I don't know you very well. Uh, my hope is the same way that you wrote the article, not towards Bruce Jenner, as we already um, found out, but towards the people who responded to him and what you feel about people who are transgender, you would not dare say it in the same context and tone to a person who is transgender to their face the way that you wrote it. And there is a, a way that things can be done that you can still share truth. And, and honestly, I'm sorry if you feel like you didn't see me draw a line in the sand and let people see exactly what I believed when it comes to transgender. I believe that I did, and I believe many other people believe that I do or believe that I did. What I didn't do is stand on the corner with a picket sign and a bullhorn and yell at somebody and shout Bible verses at them or biblical truth or what you believe to be biblical truth because I don't necessarily understand the way they are. And I feel like, dude, and here's the thing. The reality is, dude, if you ever come to Nashville, and I mean this, dude, we'll go out to pizza, we'll hang out. I'm serious. I, I, there's, I, I have nothing against you whatsoever. But I'm obviously passionate about this because I care about people, bro. I mean, my wife and I have, have had times where we sat down on the other side of a table with someone who is transgender, and they're in tears because of the inner struggle they're having and because of the way that church people have treated them. Or someone who, I mean, there's so many different experiences, man. And I feel like the reason my heart broke so badly when I read your post was because the person that my wife and I sat on the other side of the table from and heard their story and the things that, honestly, really crazy, very similar things to what Bruce Jenner said on the interview. Um, dude, I wouldn't dare package and wrap the article that you wrote and give that to them and say, I'm giving this because I love you. I just don't believe it was done right. I don't believe it was done biblically right. You and I might disagree on that. In fact, we probably will disagree on it. Um, but man, the reality is, is that I believe God does not make mistakes when he makes his children or he makes creation and he makes a man when he makes a woman. But I also know that verses like 1 Corinthians 6.14, which you've already explained to me that, well, it depends on your definition of love, says, let all that you do be done in love. And my frustration, man, was that what you said and how you or how you said it was not done in a loving way, which for a guy like Bruce Jenner or the person or the people that I've sat on the other side of a table from are going to read that article and see a you know Christian in your Twitter bio, which I don't know if it is, and go, wow, that's why I don't want to be one of those. That's why I don't like those people. That's why I want nothing to do with Christ, because people like that who are called to show love, but aren't truly showing it to me. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to accept the way someone is or accept someone's lifestyle or whatever else you want to throw out there. It doesn't mean you have to accept it. And the reality is that you're, you're not, but you can still show love to somebody, even if you don't accept the way that they live. And you can still love them and befriend them and be kind to them and still show biblical truth. All right. Well, listen, and I'm sure Matt, you have a million things you want to say back, but we are ending our we are ending our time here. And listen, I would I would do this again. I would I would do a follow up to this. I think it was great, and I think you yeah. both made some great points. So I appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, it was good. Thanks. No, for, me uh, too. You know, it's it, good to have a, the, the conversation. Definitely. 
All right, cool. Well, yeah, Matt. Yeah, same here, man. I would love to catch up even more and talk further. All right. Well, I will. I will Absolutely. get you guys. I will get you guys connected via email, and and we will continue the discussion. Thanks again, guys. All right, Thanks, man. Church Boys.